So I'm going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Said it funny. You made it. Thank you for joining us. I'm Josh. This week, I continue to be Lennon. And this is Don't Touch My Sasquatch. Here we explore controversial topics with energy and a good laugh. We're two guys, and we have uh, love and passion for these topics. Things that you may have heard of, but may not know the full story of yet. We're here to tell you those stories, share our opinions, and let you come to your own conclusions. We'll do the research so you don't have to. I did do the research. Yes, you did. <laughs> Today, on today's episode, we discuss a place that is smothered in dark history. A place that started as a military fort and was eventually turned into one of the most well-known prisons to date. A prison that only the most deranged, violent, and psychotic of men were kept and the past comes back to haunt you. There are tales of phantom noises, apparitions, and even a... An account of a ghostly strangling. Are these ghostly reminders of prisoners that have been destined to be locked up for eternity? Well, sit back, relax, and put on those tinfoil hats as we dive into Alcatraz. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Do you find it difficult to express your love of cryptids to those around you? Are you sick of boring t-shirts crapping your style? or looking to spice up your love life? If you answer yes to one or more of the questions, then boy, do we have a solution for you. Now, you too can look like a winner with the official Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast t-shirt. For the next eight weeks, pre-sales for the Don't Touch My Sasquatch t-shirt are available now at donttouchmysasquatch.com forward slash shop. Feel confident in your passions and interests by sporting our shirt at your favorite national park or your local Sasquatch den. Pre-sales are only available until October 10th, so grab yours now. Be unique, stay comfortable, and remember, don't touch my Sasquatch. T-shirts. Listeners, ladies, gentlemen, everyone. People. People, thank you. Fishes. Aliens, greys, reptilians, and Nordics Nordics. alive. (laughs) Uh, We're talking prison facts. Taking a break from our old ship facts. Ship facts. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pump the, oh, man, no pump ship the bricks <laughs> That's every other episode. Next week we'll do a ship. Maybe. Actually, when we were talking about this episode, uh, the Flying Dutchman came up. and I was like, sure did. Nope. Nope. <laughs> take too a many boats. <laughs> a little too many boats. So we're in prison. Per prison. <laughs> Starting already. Get the cursor prepared. So. Alcatraz <laughs> is an island off of, uh, I think it's a mile and a quarter off the coast of San Francisco in San Francisco Bay. Now, Alcatraz Island was long regarded as a place of evil long before serving as a notorious penitentiary. Second only to the Oka Alamo. No, Oka Alamo, yes. The Got made, up, made up prison. Got him. <laughs> so, the native Olone tribe... Olone. Yeah, Olone. Olone. Meaning Western people in the Miwok language believe that the island was home to evil spirits and used the island as a place to banish members of the tribe that violated tribal law or showed up to the bi-weekly potluck (laughs) (laughs) empty-handed. So, but despite this, the natives still used the island for gathering purposes. As it was rich with eggs... Because it was home to an abundant seabird community, and of course the sea-dwelling animals. The first documents of the island came in 1775, when the Spanish were charting California during their rule. A naval officer and explorer, Juan Manuel de Ayala, was charting San Francisco's coastlines, and subsequently the island, which he had called Isla de los Alcatraces. Allende. I was practicing that so many times. I still yeah. think I fudged it. You did a good enough job. Thank you. I think. I don't know. I don't even know how it's spelled. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Which meant Island of the Pelicans. <laughs> that island do be chock full of them. Is that where Birdman got his name? No. No. When the Spanish began to build missions throughout Southern California, the Olone people sought refuge from the forced Christianity upon them on the island. After the Mexican-American War in 1848, when the U.S. gained control of California and other territories, 
It also inherited the Incredible Island. This was in 1848, so now it's under U.S. Con- Mine. control. What did the, they do with it? Well, the U.S. sought to utilize the island as a strategic naval stronghold. Uh, of course they did. And in 1853, they began construction of a fort atop the island. Fort Alcatraz. As it would be called, yes. By 1854, the island fort was starting to take shape. There was a perimeter wall built around the island, built of stone and brick that was... We will build a wall around this <laughs> island. <laughs> the wall of water wasn't quite enough. Right, no. <laughs> Too many people wandering onto it. <laughs> so they built the wall that enclosed the barracks and offices inside. The lighthouse was erected and 11 cannons were mounted. So was I. <laughs> He's so up. did I. Bricked up. <laughs> Mounted and cannons loaded. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That was a nipple. It was a nipple. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) The fembots lost powers. (laughs) The years to come would have its struggles in building the fort from a greater concern from workers over gold prospecting rather than building, all the way to trouble with getting reliable, good building materials, either from local islands or even the island itself, from getting it from imported from China. The first recorded deaths occurred on the island in 1857, while during the construction of a roadway between the wharf and the guardhouse, a massive landslide buried several men. This would end up costing the lives of two men. Wharf from Star Trek? Yeah, he was there. Oh, ho, ho, ho. That Klingon. Klingon, I think so, yeah. Pretty sure. I don't, yeah, I don't I'm know. not a big Star Trek guy. Well, I'm not a big Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, sh- the original should be the one to go to, you know? Right. That was Next Generation, right? Uh, that was, um, yeah, the one with the card and... I think so. People are going to at us if this stays no, in. Next Generation is is the one with Picard and I'll Worf. look it up later. Worf. So, two men died. <laughs> a lot of men died, actually. Oh, eventually. Completion of the fortress came in 1859. The fort now found its main defensive position in what they called the Citadel, a three-story barracks at the top of the hill. It had defensive gunnery positions to protect the dock and roadways installed. And the roadways connected building. I really dunked, huh? that. I dunked that one up a lot. You dunked it? I got home. Like you went old Shaquille O'Neal on him? hey Like I have a thought that's continued in another bullet point below it, but the bullet point below it is halfway through that one. What the hell? Completion of the fortress came in 1859. The fort now found its main defensive position in what they called the Citadel, which was a three-story barracks at the top of the hill. The only access to the Citadel was a single drawbridge across the main road. The Citadel was able to support 200 men and had enough provisions to withstand withstand a four-month siege. A four-month siege on just that island. For two for 200 men, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty well. Yeah. Fuck California. That That's a secure uh, island. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're landing on... On the, who cares? We're safe. Rock is We're safe. No, that's fucking out here. <laughs> Ass. Ass. You got my foot. You got me fucked. So defensive gunnery <laughs> positions were added to protect the dock and roadways. And roadways connected buildings throughout the inside to make the fort one solid unit. It was an absolute fucking unit. Like you. Yeah. You're a fucking MILF. <laughs> Gross. Captain Joseph Stewart and 86 men of Company H, 3rd U.S. Artillery, were the first to take control of the fort in December of 1859. Yeah, I thought you had something. No, that's just my face. (laughs) (laughs) The fort began to serve as a stockade for enlisted men, starting with those under Stewart's command and slowly from throughout the rest of the military. Uh, 11 men from Stewart's command were locked up in the prison in the guardhouse basement almost immediately. Why? Didn't say. I just said... Uh, they might have been DJs. John, Kevin, Kelvin, Bob, and Billy. I think that's five. Lennon and Josh. All y'all are in the fucking prison house. Still not 11. <laughs> we're not going there, though. I don't have three more names. That's okay. four. Your math. 
<laughs> so eventually nearby forts sent their undesirables to Alcatraz as they were not as well equipped to act as a prison as Alcatraz was. In 1861, Fort Alcatraz defended the city of San Francisco against the conflict of the Civil War. I forgot to mention, because I didn't write it in my notes for some reason, mm-hmm. when the U.S. took control, Isla de los Alcatraces was shortened to Alcatraz. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. So it that's was. where it comes from. Little, little record scratch, go back. We have one of those, but it's... Shout out to Quick Cuts. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like I was saying, in 1861, Fort Alcatraz defended the city of San Francisco against the conflict of the Civil War, as California was made up of both Confederate and Union supporters. The fort's munitions and men were increased in case tensions went too high during the conflict. Now, on August 27th of 1861, Fort Alcatraz became a full-fledged military prison for the Department of the Pacific. Ooh, we're getting there. We're getting there. It was 1861. The conditions sucked of the prison were bad, to say the least. There was no running water or sanitation, and men slept side by side on stone floors. Oh, they cuddled for warmth. They spooned. I'm not going any farther. Thank you. (laughs) In March of 1863, a thwarted attack by the Confederacy was spoiled. The main plan, plan, the plan, <laughs> the plan was simple. I, th- I thought we were going into a song and dance right there. We are. Excited. This is the Act Ba-da-ba-ba. One musical number wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> the plan was to arm a schooner and blockade the harbor by capturing a steamship before then attacking the fort. You like this? But the ship's captain got absolutely hammered at a bar and bragged too loud about the plot and was overheard by Union men who immediately let authorities know about that's a cocky motherfucker <laughs> cocky hey, or hey. just fucking careless i'm gonna go fuck this prison up soon you wanna join <laughs> fuck this prison. how about you you wanna join uh, come on let's go what are you talking about it was heavily armed <laughs> armed that was, was that musical note number two so they figured that was probably gonna help them out they were going for the weapons and the incredible defensive position that it is yeah i wow. think what is it the waters are between 45 and 60 to 45 and 50 degrees Fahrenheit year be, round or something. They some be shit. freezing. Yeah, they cold. They cold. We get in there later. <laughs> it's from Alaska. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so the Union men uh, turned them in. Well, blew Good them boy. in. So then the screw blew was them. blew them in. Oh, all I heard was <laughs> blew them. <laughs> so the screwner <laughs> was surrounded and the, that night, and the men were arrested. Don't and like taken it. to the fort as well as the boat and tow. Once they got there, the men were who were arrested, as well as fifteen others that they found hiding on the ship. The fuckers were added to the already crowded guardhouse. It's like cockroaches. Yep. And it was evident that they needed more space because business was booming. That that's not a business I want to be in. Well, it's good for them apparently. Because I think about right. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of spooning happened that night. (laughs) So a small jailhouse was built only later to be replaced by several more permanent larger structures, which was called the lower prison. This and more housing was built predominantly by inmates. By the end of the Civil War in 1865, the fort was armed with over 100 cannons, and while they never fired in combat, they did fire as a salute to President Abraham Lincoln on his funeral procession route through San Francisco. Long live the king. And now, a 10-minute moment of silence for President Lincoln. Welcome back. (laughs) That was a long silence. The power of editing will fix it. (laughs) 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 Stupid as fuck. After the end of the Civil War, the prison population grew with Confederate sympathizers, degenerates, and even Native Americans who were branded as deserters who fought as scouts in the war, in the Civil War. Right. There's also the Indian Wars in there. But the Native Americans, the first Native American mm-hmm. sent to Alcatraz was a man called Paiute Tom. Paiute Tom. Paiute Tom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yep, Paiute Tom. Got Paiute it. Tom. On June 5th of 1873. God damn it. <laughs> What's wrong with Paiute Tom? <laughs> Just move along. Oh, God. He's Native American. I can't pick on it. 
my name is Running Water Josh. My, my name is Beard Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Long. Let's go. Uh, that's gross. Paiute Tom. <laughs> yes, she keeps saying it. <laughs> what's, the first name, what's the first Native American? You're going to feel so bad in a minute. <laughs> I love that man. It was the first Native American sent to Alcatraz on June 5th of 1873 after being transferred from Camp McDermott in Nebraska. <gasps> like Sean McDermott from the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Uh, Bills. Two days later, he was, after being transferred, he was shot and killed by a guard. They did a lot of that. Yes, they did. Poor Paiute Tom. Rest in peace, Paiute Tom. Well, he was my favorite so far. And now, a 10-minute moment of silence <laughs> for Paiute Tom. In the arms <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> the same year, six Modoc Indians, Modoc, yes, Modoc Indians, believe. murdered members of a peace commission or army troops, depending on who's telling the story, while they were all sentenced to hang after being convicted at Fort Klamath, Oregon, President Ulysses S. Grant allowed two of the younger members of the party to be spared of the rope and sent them to Alcatraz while the other four hung on the same grounds. History is written by the winners. Yeah. Yes, it we is. attacked them first. We did a lot of fucked up shit to them. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit that we can get into on uh, maybe a podcast about history and injustices that we've done. <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna probably pass on that one. <laughs> like, You're okay. gonna do a lot of research. <laughs> and I'm just uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> as I said, two members of the these two of the younger members were spared the rope. Uh, you're gonna like this in all respects. Hold on. The last time you said that, I didn't like it. Uh these men's name. Names were Barncho and Slow Luck. He didn't have a lot of luck, did he? I enjoy Barncho. That's a good Barncho. name. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I'm not picking on the Native American names. Shit, I don't, I don't like, want the hate nail. I don't mail. Hate nail. Hate nail. Now, if we're talking about Bumpy Johnson from the Alcatraz, oh, oh, we getting there. That name's gonna be picked on. Fucking so, uh, crooked dick. Good old friend of ours of the podcast, Barncho. He uh, died of tuberculosis in prison. And Slow Look would be released in 1878 to return to his exiled tribe. Because okay. we were, they were going to force out their lands at the time, as we've um, discussed a couple episodes. Jesus. In January of 1895, 19 Hopi Native Americans were sent to Alcatraz after land disputes with the government and refusing the forced assimilation of their children by the government. Wow. It was only when the Hopi pledged to quote-unquote, cease interference with the government's plans for the civilization and education of its Indian wards, unquote, were they released from prison. It's pretty much like, tell her you're sorry and you can get out of timeout. I'm sorry. But they were forced to say that shit and pretty much give up everything they've ever had. Don't mean it. By 1891, the fort was becoming more of a prison than a fortress, as we are seeing. Here we go. Slowly, the the over 100 cannons were removed and whittled down only seven remaining by 1891. You never know when the never fucking saw combat. There was never really. I mean, apart from that little uprising, there was some little things. There's more combat after it turned into a prison than before it turned into a prison. Fuck, spoilers. Where during the Spanish American War? What? Not just talking during the Spanish. During the Spanish-American War of 1898, many troops passing through San Francisco from the Philippines brought diseases to them and caused overcrowding of hospitals in San Francisco. Like syphilis, gonorrhea, and Uranus. Gonorrhea, whatever that is. (laughs) Gonorrhea. Many of these soldiers came back as prisoners, and they were sent to The Rock and subsequently spread diseases there. By the way, The Rock is also another name for Alcatraz for all y'all that don't know it. Yeah, in 1890, they were sent to Dwayne Johnson's house. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? The Rock says. <laughs> Just a little pebble back then. <laughs> Not even. I think his father was a pebble back then. Did you see him in the game plan? He was so thin. He was yeah. like, race to which mountain? He was tiny. Yeah, that tiny, but still huge. Oh, I mean, yeah, he'd fuck me up any day of the week, but like he was not... Now he's just... He's not about to change the hierarchy of the DC universe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make up our own stories. So, you know, he had to do the opening um, uh, for the Bills and Rams game that did just he? happened. He, I did not. Just like he did with the Super Bowl. I love The Rock, but why is he out here 
flexing his guns and saying it's time for kickoff. Like, because <laughs> it's the rock <laughs> in his pocket pail, Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Honky Pete. (laughs) (laughs) There there was one interview that they just did. Yeah. uh, For the Secret Life of Pets. And they asked them, wow. (laughs) (laughs) The interviewer asked them, the two of them, I said, if you could be a pet for any celebrity, who would it be? And like instantly right at like no second, he goes, Megan the Stallion. And (laughs) Kevin Hart just starts dying laughing. Interviewer is like, he's like, can I ask why? And he goes, no, that's my business. <laughs> or something like that. It was quite funny. <laughs> who? Megan the Stallion. Not sure who she is other than that she was that chick who twerked with She-Hulk on She-Hulk. I haven't Everyone's seen She-Hulk about, I don't know. Some rapper. I don't listen to that stuff. Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Does she have a penis? No, I think she's a woman. She oh. does all the twerking type stuff. I don't know. I mean, when you call someone a stallion, usually it means they have a fucking unit for a penis, man. Lennon's a fucking stallion, I tell you. What's your first thought? He's got a fucking Johnson the size of my arm. You hit the table. <laughs> Nowhere near the soundboard. <laughs> It didn't do it again. That was incredible. It's the coolest shit I've ever done. Oh, oh God. Oh. <sighs> My unit. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I say his penis is as long as his forehead. Or his <laughs> his forehead. <laughs> Tell everybody. <laughs> Special announcement. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, shit. I can't breathe. <laughs> During the Spanish-American War. <laughs> that's a, that's transition. Get, I gotta get back on track. Whew. All right, well, back to it. Hey, <laughs> Capitan. I don't know if you came through there. Hey, <laughs> Capitan. Didn't come through perfect, but it was good. Squeak, it was squeak. So during the Spanish-American War of 1898, we already talked about that. Yes, we did. Yeah, very good. About 20 minutes ago. By 1900, 1900, the prison population had grown to around 400 prisoners. That's the most it had, I think, in its history. I think it was, right? Could it be? Possibly. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. They had some more? Like, up until this point? Or, like, all together? All together, when it became a prison prison. Oh, uh, I don't know. Because they only had, like, 300-something prisons so, because it was the worst of the worst, so instead of... Do you mean the most it had at one time? Or all together? One time. One okay, time. okay. One then time. That like, could right be right accurate. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, because they were saying how, like, each prison... Each prison. Each prisoner cost roughly, like, three cents, but Alcatraz, it was 10 cents per person, per prisoner. Mm. Something to do with that. It was expensive because of the amount. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't read that, but it's good info. So, with the 400 prisoners, <laughs> more room was needed quickly, so a hastily built, quote-unquote, upper prison, as they called it, got upper and a lower, as it would be known, was constructed, and eventually a few more buildings were added to the upper prison, while the lower prison was turned into workshops for the inmates. Monotonous tasks over and over and over. over. Same thing every day. And over again. Both buildings were made of timber, and in 1902, an oil lantern fire almost consumed the lower prison. After an evacuation of 176 men from the prison for nine days due to an earthquake in 1906, the fire hazards were seen for what they were, and a new and construction began on new concrete barracks. Gotcha. Now it's time for ship facts. Nope. We're Psych! Gonna, we're going to have a good a little break of humor here. No, there's no such thing. Time for early escape attempts. How many do we have? I got Six. three. Three quick ones for you. Three, okay. Did you read these? No. Okay. I hope not, because this is good. I didn't read. I didn't read your notes at all. Okay. I knew if you read it in your research. 1906, four inmates stole a butter vat from the kitchen and attempted to paddle away in it from the island, only to get swept what? back to the shore. How big is this butter vat? <laughs> right, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking butter vat. Or were they sitting four, on top of each other? Four guys in this butter vat. All right, all right. Bill, you sit on top of me. There we go. Hold on. Let's get you. There. Ah, there's your seatbelt in. All right, now you sit on top of him. Whoop, right in there. There we go. Now you're secure. <laughs> That's a bit much. <laughs> it was like a pogo stick. <laughs> oh, 
Totem pole. It was a totem pole. <laughs> well, either way, they fucking did it wrong because they got swept right back into the shore of the island. Well, you be the by the wind guy. and the tide. <laughs> they sought refuge in an old part of the island where they were later caught and thrown back into prison. Ha! Fools. Shortly after this, three men followed the same plan because it worked so well before, but this time in a dough-kneading trough. <laughs> same shit happened to them. How what these industrial kitchen equipment this stuff's huge. Uh, here's a good one. I imagine as I'm as I was writing these, yeah, it's like you know the beginning or not beginning. Yeah, it's the beginning of Ocean's Eleven. Have you seen Ocean's Eleven? I have. Where they're talking about the people who are able to steal from the casino. Yeah, and it's like doing the montage. It's kind of what I think about with this. It's good. In 1907, <laughs> one escapee got so close to making it. The inmate hitched a ride on a log and almost made it to the coast of San Francisco. But this motherfucker got hit by a ferry steamer and was drugged back to the rock. Oh, wow. That, that's a lot to unpack right there. <laughs> he sniffed freedom and ate the hull of a ship. <laughs> he sure did. And dragged back to said... Not not dragged by the boat. They like brought him up onto the boat and took him back to the island. Oh, gotcha. No, but that's... he got hit by the ship. Though. Fuck. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! He got the entire bay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Is first of all, I love that he hitched a ride on the log, right? You know, just like he's sitting there with his fucking thumb out. Hey, there it is. Here, Here we, we go. go. It's like a frogress type <laughs> shit. Hey, was he standing on that thing with a uh, one leg up, saluting, <laughs> or hourglass, eyeglass, whatever the fuck, eyeglass? Yeah. Oh shit. You have to look left and right to see that there's a goddamn boat coming. <laughs> this giant ass fucking steamer hit him. Those things didn't move fast. It, it it's like that uh Austin Powers. Well there's that. No I was also thinking of Deadpool when he's on the uh Zamboni. Zamboni. You're gonna fucking die in <laughs> ten years. <laughs> oh that, well there's a reason he's on that. He's not the brightest. Yep. Now in 1907, the fortress was becoming obsolete, and Fort Alcatraz was officially turned into the Pacific Branch U.S. military prison. Now, they decided that with the turn of the century here, we got getting more and more superior naval um, offensive ships. Oh, I thought you were with oranges. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so the fortress was kind of like, we're sticking a lot of money into it. It's 1907. We've been doing this since 50s, 1850s. It's probably time. Um, so they officially turned it into, as I said, the Pacific Branch U.S. military prison. With guards swapped for intra- infantry soldiers, yep. the prison would go on to house German prisoner wars, prisoners of war during World War One, and had new buildings being constructed in the time between 1907 and World War One. Woo! In 1912, the Citadel was torn down, and a new cell house was built on its foundation. Ah, we don't need churches. Let's just fucking go get some more prisoners. Well, the Citadel wasn't a church. Oh. It was a barracks. I knew that. Yeah, no, you did. I just said it about I didn't 50 know minutes ago. I didn't know that. He doesn't listen to me. <laughs> so the Citadel was torn down, and a new cell house was built on its foundation. It was equipped with four, four blocks containing 600 cells, mm-hmm. all outfitted with toilets and even electricity. At, the, at this time, the cell blocks... Sorry, at the time, this... New uh, barracks was the largest reinforced concrete building in the world in 1912. Hmm. So four cell blocks, 600 cells. That's not that big. That's huge. <laughs> in 1915, 15, 1915. It's almost like a British accent. Why did I take out? What else they did with that? I don't know. Maybe that's in the future. Maybe it's in the future. I did so much fucking reading. I can't I remember. It's blending. You have like 12 pages of history. Sit back, people. We're only on page three. <laughs> Kidding. <Nin>. Joking. <laughs> in 1915, a rebranding of the prison came, and it was named the Pacific Branch U.S. Disciplinary Barracks. Jesus H. Christ. They had a new mindset to push rehabilitation and education. Again, still a military prison. The less severe offenders of the military would be put through military, vocational, and educational training and then sent back to active duty after their sentences were carried out, while others with more severe offenses remained in prison for the duration of their sentence without this training and were discharged from the military afterwards. See you. I don't say see. During this time, Alcatraz was a minimum security prison, prisoners only being confined to their cells during the night. With prisoners only being confined to their cells during the night, they were allowed to 
walk around and work and talk and right. they had jobs and shit. And then obviously the trainings and stuff. So on October 28th of 1918, a successful escape underwent. Woo-hoo. Four prisoners had escaped on rafts, believed to believing to have drowned like many other attempts before. They actually managed to make it to the mainland. Only one of the escapees was ever recaptured. And up to this point, 80 men... Uh, 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 shit, sorry. 80 men <laughs> attempted to do... <laughs> <laughs> 80 men attempted to escape spanning. <laughs> um, so 80 men attempted to escape spanning 29 different instances. 62 were recaptured and brought back. One drowned and 17 others' fates were unknown. In 1933, the military prison's expenses were mounting and the military decided that it may not be worth keeping anymore. So this got the attention of J. Edgar Hoover, who with the gangster crime era on the rise in the 30s, had the idea to turn it into a super prison and strike fear in the hearts of the crime criminals. Here we go. <laughs> and it was handed over to the Bureau of Prisons in October of that year, which was 1933. 32 extreme criminals would remain in Alcatraz under its new ownership, mm-hmm. while the rest were dispersed between Fort Leavenworth and Fort J. The prison, under new management, began an upgrading process to turn it into a maximum security prison. Four guard towers were added, and 336 cells were redesigned with steel cells and locking doors controlled by guards, and none of the cells touched a perimeter wall. Steel window guards and gun galleries were put in to oversee prisoners' actions. Uh, Utility tunnels were concreted and sealed for the most part. Obviously, we find out in the future some of them weren't. Idiots. A 12-year veteran of of prison management named James A. Johnston, was appointed the first warden. His discipline was simple, rewards and consequences. You be good, you get rewards. You get you get consequenced if you were bad. It's like dealing with kids. Yeah. Up. I yeah. Know. Well, neither would I. Alcatraz was Actually, reserved. Alcatraz was reserved for the worst of the worst, and <laughs> no one was allowed to be sentenced there. Did you know this? Um... I didn't actually. So I, I know that they sent them yes. from different so churches or fuck churches. <laughs> <laughs> so no one was allowed to be sentenced there. They would only be sent there from other prisons for serious offenses like escapes or other incidences of severe nature. Oh, makes sense. No one was ever sentenced. Oh, I can't say it again without. W- was anybody ever like sentenced there? No, you had to be <laughs> sent there <laughs> from another prison. <laughs> When the prison opened for business, the Ooh. first batch of inmates was the 32 leftovers first, of the... Hold on. First batch? What is this, fucking cooking show? Yeah. They just pull them out of the goddamn oven? The first batch is here. <laughs> well, we got butter vats. We got donating <laughs> yeah. troughs. We're all... The first batch is done. It's the great American bake-off. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. So the first batch uh, was the 32 leftovers of the military prison, as well as 69... Nice. From other prisons in the country. Nice. Most notably, mm-hmm. inmate number 85, L. Capone. Capone. Yep. Upon Capone's... <laughs> <laughs> Capone Capone. <laughs> Upon Capone's arrival. <laughs> Say that fast. Upon Capone's. <laughs> Upon Capone's. Upon Capone's. Okay, Upon okay, Capone's. okay. And we get it. You're good. <laughs> I'm only good when I don't have to read shit. (laughs) He attempted to try to feel out the warden to see if he could bribe his way to the luxuries he had bribed to in the Atlanta prison he had come from. Oh, warden, your balls are so big. (laughs) (laughs) They're so low. They're luscious. This isn't working? No? I'll just get back in line. What is this, Neutrogena? (laughs) I'll just get back in line. I'm sorry. No luck. Johnston was a hard ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I wish I made an ass joke. (laughs) So he, his arrival to Alcatraz caught news headlines, and this sparked the public fascination with the prison, or at least brought it into the public eye. Public eye. They said that this was his arrival there was more headline news than the opening of the prison itself. Yeah, it's Al Capone. Capone would be sent off to Terminal Island Prison in, eight, in 1938. 19. Terminal Island? What? Terminal Island Prison. Is that the new name for Alcatraz? No, he didn't. He didn't die in Alcatraz. He got sent to another prison. Oh, okay. 
By this time, the prisoners' prisons ratio of guards to inmates was three to one. Unlike what I think I read was most other ones in the country were like ten to one. Right. That's what I was saying. It was lower population because it was the yeah. worst of the worst. Worst of the worst. The prisoners were not allowed visitors for the first three months, and they were only granted one per month upon good behavior. Letters sent and received were screened and retyped, and literature was limited and had to be approved. Johnson had enforced a strict silence policy, which allowed inmates to talk during only during meals, three minutes during morning and afternoon work breaks, and on Saturdays in the yard. Theodore Cole and Ralph Rowe were the first to escape in December of 1937. The men slowly filled, filed the iron bars and escaped to the shore where they disappeared. The men were assumed to have drowned, but drowned in the bay, but a few years later, a San Francisco newspaper reported them to be living and thriving in South America. Ooh. Of the 1,545 prisoners, 36 attempted to escape, 20 were captured, 7 were shot and killed, 2 drowned, and 5 were never found. Hmm. Throughout the history. Good odds. Yeah. Of dying. Battle of Alcatraz. Tell me about it. This could be an hour long talk or just on my own, so we're going to hit bullet points. I like bullet points. The balladed ballad. <laughs> the ballad. <laughs> There's some guy just <laughs> watching it all happen, playing a violin. <laughs> what instrument was that? <laughs> that was all of them. That was all of them. So the Battle of Alcatraz was an escape attempt that occurred from May 2nd to the 4th of 1946. Six men, Bernard Coy, Joseph Kretzer, Sam Shockley, Clarence Carnes, Shocking. Marvin Hubbard, and Mirren Thompson took over the cell house and gained access to the weapons and the keys. Their plan was to escape through the wreck yard door, but key wasn't there, so they didn't have the key. Actually, the key was there. They just jammed up the fucking lock so bad with the other keys that the key didn't work. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It was a little side note. I, I yeah. Nice. They just told, they, and the, yeah. 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 But, they just kept using the wrong key, and I guess they fucked up the lock nice. so that they, they basically locked themselves in. It's almost even better. <laughs> right. So they decided to go down swinging, and they fought. They offed two guards that they were holding hostage, and eventually Shockley, Thompson, and Carnes ended up returning to their cells. <laughs> they are just like, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We surrender. We're, we're going to die. There's so. going to be no repercussions for this. We're going to go right back. <laughs> so, uh, But Coy, Kretzer, and Hubbard continue their fight. Johnson, Warden Johnson, called in for military support, and the Marines arrive. There's a fu- <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, that's, that's the trumpet he used. That was the that, exactly. first time that's been right. <laughs> Johnson called in. For, yep. <laughs> there was a firefight, and 17 guards and one prisoner were injured during the three days. It ended when the bodies of Crow, Coy, Kretzer, and Hubbard were discovered. Yes. They done got fucked up. They did. The other three men who returned to their cells with no repercussions found repercussions. Shockley and Thompson were given the death penalty and were executed by gas chamber in San Quentin in December of 1948. Nice while Carnes had a second life sentence added because I think he was too maybe he was young, I think it was, or something. Gotcha. So they gave him a second life sentence. So still don't get that. Okay, you're gonna be in here for a second life. Huh? I mean, I prefer not using death penalty just because there's but yeah, go ahead. Oh, thank you. I will. <laughs> now you're talking to yourself. Yep. The escape that the movie Escape from Alcatraz was based on occurred on July 11th of 1962 mm-hmm. when Clarence Anglin, John Anglin, and Frank Morris escaped. Clarence! Their escape is wild, awesome, and crazy. Did they actually escape? We'll talk about it at the end here. We'll talk know. about it. But, again, another thing that I could talk about for a while. They made plaster casts. Long story short, they made plaster casts of their head from real hair from the barbershop floor because one of them worked in the barbershop. Right. And they had escaped through ventilators in the rooms, which they had previously widened using spoons and a drill that they made out of a vacuum cleaner motor. And they drilled out these ventilators, made their way through the utility tunnel to where they had a secret workshop they had been building stuff for months, and they acquired, I think it was over 50 raincoats that they made into life preservers and um, a raft. A right? raft, yes. Yeah. And uh, there was a fourth man, Clayton West, who was in on this plan, too. But when the time came, he was 
too wide. He was too big to fit through the ventilator hole, so he stayed behind. At, but this is why we starve ourselves, people. <laughs> right. I would have when we're trying to escape. I would have not eaten for like a, a month before. You know, stayed healthy, but <laughs> I mean, not not eaten, but yeah, yeah. Like we restrict it. Prepare. <laughs> just, this is just pounding like, down all this. Like slot. the fight for Alcatraz. You were just talking battle about battle for Alcatraz. Yeah, Alca- battle. I heard back up, back up. Uh, Koi slimmed down so he could fit through the bars and the ammunition mm. um, thing, yep. and and take some ammunition. Firepower. See, that's just smart planning, right? But these this other three guys fuck was like, "I can't put the spoon down." Okay, I well, Clayton that. West ended up becoming an informant. Well, not becoming an informant. He just told everyone, told the authorities about these guys' plan, what they did, and how they had been doing it for years. You mean the big guy for months? The big guy that couldn't fit. Yeah, Clayton West. Well, I can't get out of here, so might as well just make sure they can't. Right. Ha! Well, they jokes did. on you. Yeah. So they, like I said, they snuck their way all the way yes. up to the roof. Through their secret workshop, got all their stuff. Um, I think I want to say... No, no, no. That was a different escape. Sorry. Never mind. Forget that. But it, they made their way, shimmy down the side of the uh, prison, made their way to the shore, mm-hmm. disappeared. Never to be seen again. Uh, even though there was uh, the life jacket, one of their life preservers, um, bags of their artifact, uh, artifacts of their um, personal effects and stuff were found floating mm-hmm. in the water. They very well could have survived, but well, there was they were planning on getting to shore, stealing a car, and going from there. But there was never any reports of theft or anything in the days following. Maybe they thought this guy over here was going to be a snitch, and they said, we're going to tell him this plan. What we're going to do is make two lifeboats, an extra preserver, bring some extra stuff, throw it overboard like we could fucking drown it. They'll never look for us. Well, there, it took them months and months and months to do one raft. <laughs> They were there for years and years and years. <laughs> There's a whole yeah, whole bunch of shit that they did. But yeah. they could have survived. I think it was a few weeks later, there was a story where some d- Dutch ship spotted a body 20 miles off San Francisco coast in the ocean, but never reported it until like a year later or some shit. Allegedly. Allegedly. They could have survived... They could not have. It's been a hot topic of debate. Do your own research on that. I ain't doing everything for you. <laughs> Our intro says we're going to do the research so they don't have to. <laughs> oh, look at that last bullet point. He was found. Nope. <laughs> nope, he wasn't found. The last escape from Alcatraz was on December 12th, 1962, by a man named John Paul Scott. He had three first names. <laughs> <laughs> John Paul Scott. There's actually three little people on top of each other. <laughs> John Paul Scott. Squat. Squat. <laughs> no, squat was on the bottom. Squat. <laughs> <laughs> he escaped the prison and swam from the island to a point at the base of the Golden Gate Bridge before he collapsed, collapsed from hypothermia and exhaustion. Mm-hmm. He was found and taken to a military hospital before being returned to Alcatraz when they figured out who he was. Fucking fool. So with the rising cost of the prisons, prison, yet again, and its deteriorating structures, yet again, and public opinion, Attorney General Robert Kennedy, I've heard of that name before, closed down Alcatraz on March 21st of 1963 and many other maximum security prisons were being built in the area and were surpassing or I'm sorry in the country and were surpassing Alcatraz and the remaining inmates were dispersed amongst them yes and he died a year later by a, a gunshot wound to the head tag me in coach and by a year later was it was the same joke like there's so many things wrong <laughs> I knew they would tweak you. Oh, boy. That was history. Sorry for everyone. Everyone, wake up time. It's time for what you came here for. Now, Alcatraz uh, was said to be filled with energy of those who came, was sent there, and seemingly never left, and has been described as possibly a portal from another dimension. Possibly. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just some fucking traumatic shit happened. Well, as we learned, the Native Americans. Energy got caught. The Native Americans believed that there was evil spirits there. Yes, they did. There are reports from guards and guests of an of the old lighthouse. Remember the old lighthouse, right? Did mm-hmm. you talk about that? I did talk about that. I thought so. <laughs> Suddenly appearing on foggy nights with a weird whistling sound and a flashing green light that makes its way slowly around the island. This all reportedly vanishes and as quickly as it appears. There are many other reports of uh, sounds of men's voices, screams, whistles, Clanging metal doors and terrifying screams that are said to be heard, especially near the dungeon. Ooh. 
Dungeon. Dungeon. Oh my. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> uh, and while the prison was still active, yep. there are guards reported hearing phantom cannons and gunshots with screams that felt so real that they even apparently it, it sent the most seasoned guards to the ground in cover because they thought, you know, convicts were escaping and, and opening fire. Sergeant Jim, your oldest, <laughs> can you go check this out for us? Um. So the guards would eventually cautiously get up and look around to see that nothing had, was there and they had no explanation for these rant. screams. Which is funny because you said the cannons never fucking went off, right? No, they didn't. So what are these cannons coming on? Well, they never saw combat at least. Um, but there was at one point over 100. Oh, man, yeah. But maybe they just were, shot them off for fun. Hey, watch this. Was <laughs> 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 these <aren't> cool? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> I think we got some. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's a pile up on the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Uh, guards also reported hearing. <laughs> so, what are you doing? No, they shoot the cannon. An accident occurs. Just, just turn on. You didn't do it. <laughs> Wasn't us. Uh, guards also reported hearing sounds of sobbing and moaning. That's just you know, Bill and accounting. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing money. Uh, terrible smells. Hemorrhaging money. here, <laughs> <laughs> And seeing non-existent prisoners. Soldiers appearing out of nowhere. And reports of what they called the thing. Ooh, I read about this. Fascinating. Go ahead. An entity that was said to be uh, a beast with glowing eyes. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah, you read about Crazy. it. Crazy. You read about it. I didn't go that much into it. That was about it. Not in your notes. There's more than you're just in your notes on the internet. <laughs> uh, now, one of the ghost stories, one of the stories that is told is how Warden Johnson, who reportedly didn't believe in ghosts at all, yeah. was leading a group of guests on a tour um, of the prison, of course. When they heard the cries of a sobbing woman, man, there's a lot of women crying around there, aren't there? I, I like the fact that he's taking people on a tour. I know, <laughs> this right? This is where I break their spirits. <laughs> yes. See that guy right there? He believes <laughs> that he can get out of here. See that guy? That's Capone. How you doing, Capone? Nice banjo playing. Um, <laughs> See you Jesus. later at 7 for our meeting. Uh, fondle. Fondle meeting. Fondle time. So... <laughs> Back to the tour, <laughs> they heard uh, the cries of a sobbing woman from inside the walls from where the dungeon was, <laughs> and after they stopped, they all felt an icy cold wind blow through them. Yeah. yeah she was That's <laughs> spooky and chilly. It's fucking moaning myrtle from Harry Potter. Right. Hey, when can we go on a tour of this place? Like, do you want to go do this? Like, I want to go make a tour of this place someday. I do too, but not driving all the way there. I'll drive. You can fly. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a two-day head start. <laughs> Great, thank you. <laughs> Another story is during a Christmas party at Warden Johnston's house. I, I swallowed. He had, a, yeah. He he. Uh, ba -ba. There was. Uh, I don't know if you talk about. It, I'm sorry, but there was apartments, townhouses, and mm -hmm. then a larger. I think it was two or three story part house that was. That was his, right? Yes, built on the property right near the cell block. Yeah, well, at this house, they're having a Christmas party, and several of the guards claimed to have seen an apparition of a man suddenly wearing a gray suit, brimmed cap, and had mutton chops. Suddenly, the room turned cold, and the fire in the Ben Franklin stove was extinguished. Minutes later, the apparition disappeared. Crazy. Just picturing a big old fuzzy mutton chops. I like lamb chops. <laughs> Those are tasty. <laughs> sure fucking are. Or are you talking about the... Uh, uh, what the hell's that that show called? This is the song that never ends. I don't know. I've never seen that. Right, we're going to move on then. We're going to move on. The Notorious D Block, also known as the Giant Dick Block, was and is the most haunted block of the prison and had a total of 42 styles, cells. Stells. There's 42 stells. of those stells, huh? There sure was. They were, they were secure. Stellar too. stells. They were built the same as the other cell blocks, but after the 1939 escape attempt by Arthur Doc Barker, and he was killed, by the way. I don't know why I put that note. Who gives a shit if he died? He tried to escape. The Bureau, <laughs> <laughs> the Bureau of Prisons appropriated additional money to make that more secure. The D block. 
The prisoners had no contact with general population, only allowed one visit to the rec yard and two showers per week. It was a stinky fucking place. Two I showers per week. they were only week. allowed one shower per week. That's One, two, either way, that's not... No, 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 no. That was solitary. The guy's in solitary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Concrete we'll, we'll get to that. box. Yep. So, two showers per week for this one, the D block. Yeah. With all meals served in cell. All cells faced the Golden Gate Bridge, and that had just a fierce, cold wind always blowing through, so it was a very cold place. Miserable. 36 of the cells were like the others in the prison. The remaining six, though, they were called the strip cells and often referred to as the hole. Here we go. Now we're getting into it. Now we get into real stuff, right? <laughs> a little more history with Lennon. <laughs> now it's history with Josh. Lennon's history, corner. These cells were reserved for the most severe offenders of the prison rules. Mm-hmm. It was located in the bottom tier of the coldest place in the cell, so D-block. Only contained a sink, a toilet, and a low-wattage light bulb that guards could turn off at will. The mattresses were on the floor and were taken away during the day. So it's just a fucking toilet, a sink, and a mm-hmm. concrete. Beautiful. Concrete there, concrete there, and up there. Well, this is fucking boring. Oh, that, that's right. They're trying to break my will. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> they could be sentenced uh, to as many as 19 days in the hole in complete isolation and boredom. Again, just to try to break them and punish them. God, I would go fucking nuts. Me too. Me too. I honestly don't think I could handle that. Yeah, well, it gets worse. The last cell of these six was called or named, nicknamed the Oriental. Um, A bit insensitive, if you don't mind. Well, you know. (laughs) They didn't care back then, remember? No. And this was the most severe punishment. Had no sink, and it had no toilet. Just a hole in the ground where prisoners' waste would pile up. And from what I read, the guards had access to flush it, not the prisoners. So it could Mm -hmm. just sit there and get some stank stank going, you know? Yeah. Prisoners would be placed in there naked in complete darkness and give it a restricted diet. Mattress only at night and taken away at dawn, just like the other ones. Mm-hmm. And punishment was only for one to two days usually, thankfully. But whew. anything more than that, you're getting like Well they said after they were done much. Well, after they were done there, they'd normally have to go to uh hospital. Uh nope, the uh psychic war they they mm-hmm. basically broke them. Yeah, you go yeah. fucking nuts. I, I read a report, this has nothing to do with a ghost story, but I read a report where a guy would rip his button off and just throw it and go search for it to try to keep his mind from breaking. <laughs> I mean, I could... Ha! Where'd it go? Right. Spend hours doing that, to be Bingo! honest. Bingo! <laughs> you I do that tomorrow. Right. <laughs> uh, I couldn't imagine. Now, yep. in, 19, in the 1940s, a former guard reported often seeing a man dressed in his... In the, blah, 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 often seeing a man dressed in late 1800s prison attire walking the hallway next to the strip cells, just pacing. Mm-hmm. One inmate that was locked in the hole started screaming that someone with glowing eyes was in there with him. Ooh, the thing. The thing. The guard ignored the screams. They were making jokes about it and all that stuff, you know. Damn. <laughs> Soon their LOs, LOLs turned into WTFs. <laughs> Duck and duckers. <laughs> So he was ignoring, the the guard ignored the screams, and the inmate started screaming that he was being attacked, and it continued deep into the night. Until suddenly, silence. Did he die? When the guards went to the cell the next morning, they found the convict dead. (gasps) No shit. Yeah. With a terrible expression on his face, and noticed handprints around his throat. Holy shit, that's actually wild. Autopsy revealed that the strangulation was not self-inflicted. It wasn't possible to be self-inflicted. It was a shit monster from the hole. <laughs> now, yeah, the, the, the fucking, that'd be creepy So timeline shit. here. This guy is locked in there at night. He's he screaming that there's him. a thing mm-hmm. with glowing red eyes after him. And then he started screaming that it's attacking him. And then silence, and then they found him dead the next morning. Yep, with strangulation strangled. wounds, non-self-inflicted. Yep. Fuck non-self- that. That's wild shit. Right, well... There's some speculation that it could have been a guard that just hasn't come up. Which well, yeah. I mean, at the time, it was believed that the inmate was strangled by one of the guards. Even though there was an investigation, no one came forward to have to having done this. Uh, yes, uh, Warden. <laughs> right? I killed him. <laughs> Thanks for my time here. I don't want to be put into that cell. <laughs> 
To make matters more mysterious, during lineup to the daily count of the inmates, you know, they lined them up and counted them. They did. Yeah. There were one too many inmates in the lineup. At the end of the line, convict line, appeared the recently strangled and deceased convict. Guards and convicts both looked on in stunned silence as the figure disappeared. Damn. That's so, wild. That one, yeah. That's pretty crazy. I mean, it, it, it's not just guards. It's guards and convicts. No, oh, that'd be fucking creeping. Yeah. Sh- creeping? Creepy. Yeah. As shit. Now, another Take one. Too, some guy was standing right in front of him and counted him. Right? Like, fuck. <laughs> and, uh, Charlie, you really need to get tan. Wait, didn't Charlie die? Shit. <laughs> John, Paul, Scott, Charlie. Ringo, Charlie. Lennon. What are, we, <laughs> what are we doing here? No, I just mentioned he's going through. He did that double take. And sh- <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else see that? Or did I have too much mushrooms last night? I got to go to the bathroom, guys. I got my brains. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have my brown pants on. <laughs> Another account uh, from today, both visitors and staff. Today? Sorry. sorry. Another account from recent days, both visitors and staff report cold spots within the hallways. Cells 12D and 14D have the most activity. Mm -hmm. 14D is often reported to be about 20 degrees colder than the rest of the cells. Many psychics report they feel emotionally charged impressions in the corner of the cell. This is the same corner that inmates that had been punished were known to crouch and suffer in. Some park rangers refuse to go in these cells alone. Mm-hmm. Park rangers, I, I'm not sure. Tour guides, those kind of yeah, things. Today. It yeah, it said yeah, park yeah. rangers. I'm like, well. Yeah. Another account came from the ghost from the, sorry. Another account. <laughs> Just interviewing the ghost. Well, you see, guys, I died here. Um, yeah. I love this place so much, I decided to keep oh, stick geez. around. You know, I was sentenced to three life sentences, so here I am. I was sentenced here because, uh, you know, me and this horse had a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, another account came when ghost hunter Richard Sennett and a psychic spent the night at Alcatraz. Sennett locked himself into 12D where he claimed an evil spirit wrapped its icy fingers around his neck as soon as the cell door was closed. Right. Which is the same cell, apparently, that, you know, a guy was strangled in. Imagine feeling that. Imagine hearing that story, going in that fucking cell, uh-huh. pitch black, and then Bring feeling... It. What? Bring it. Uh, okay. No, I'm saying, like, that's what okay. that guy... No, 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 yeah. that's what that guy mm-hmm. was saying. Oh, gotcha. I thought you were saying, Neo's like, yeah. But don't think about it, though. Like, you're... If you're going into a house... Yeah. You're the house. Like, a house, a oh, okay. house. Uh-huh. And you're like, I'm gonna house. hear. I'm here looking for spirits. Maybe the people who died and lived here, probably some elderly couple or some shit. But you're going to a fucking place where they had the worst people, of the worst people, and you're gonna find those ghosts. You think they're gonna be like, Audi do what it is? They're charitable. They said here, have a strangulation. <laughs> <laughs> strangulation for you. You get a strangulation. You get a strangulation. There it is. I could get it out. <laughs> Now we're going to move on to cell block C. Oh, not that one. Fucking A right, doggy. (laughs) Many have heard loud clanging noises in the utility passageway that leads... Utility passageway that stopped when the door is opened and starts back up when the door is closed. Now this is the utility passageway that inmates Coy, Kretzer, and Hubbard were killed in during their failed escape attempts back in Lennon's history corner. There are also reports of apparitions of the men wearing fatigues and hearing disembodied voices at the riot site that left the three inmates dead. So that whole riot, the thing you didn't really get into because... The Battle that, of Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that Battle that, of that was a legitimate oh. misspeak. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> the Battle of Alcatraz. The Battle of Alcatraz, yes. Um, there was a big riot that happened. Oh, there's a yeah. bunch of shit that happened. A lot of people died. Days. My favorite is when I was talking about the assistant uh, warden, uh-huh. the right hand man of the warden, yeah. came in with a, uh, a a Billy cut Billy club smoker, smoker gas, it basically a fucking shot gas out, and it could beat people with it, <laughs> like a wand from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, either that or when you hit somebody, it smelled like an ass. Maybe. Oh my God! What the fuck was that? It's my smoker. <laughs> it's my smoke stick. <laughs> you like it? I just bought it. He's I just I gotta re- I gotta go refill it real quick. Let me just sit on it. There we. <laughs> Good lord. 
Now, cell block B was where Al Capone spent the last years of his he, stay. He says stay, yeah. Playing alongside the prison banjo band. He would... Oh, it gets better. He would practice playing... <laughs> he would practice playing his banjo in the shower out of fear of being assassinated if he practiced his banjo out in the open. Look at this guy he playing his banjo he in the must open. must have been a bad banjo player. <laughs> this is horrible. It is said uh, phantom banjo can be heard still... Still being practiced there to this day. Now, imagine walking by the fucking shower and hearing a banjo playing. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nah, I pass. I got a tiny butthole. There are reports of full body apparitions of Robert Birdman Stroud. Oh, lots of shit on him. Yep. Well, we're not getting into we're that. We're not, though. It was spotted in a double wide medical center cell that he stayed in for the last 11 years of his life. Mm-hmm. So. That one's actually accurate. That that cell that he was stayed in, yeah, fucking covered in bird shit, covered in it. Was it that one? Oh, I don't know. I thought that was no. That was a Lock Haven or, or wherever the other place he was before he was sent there because oh, they, yeah. he did all the canaries. He didn't oh, yeah. do them. He had all well, the canaries. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, he had all the canaries there that he was raising well, until they was... found out that he made a, a device that. Distilled alcohol or something like that. On a bird shit. Yeah. No, really. no. But yes, he did. There, he yes. did let his birds roam free and just shit everywhere. Everywhere. And, and Alcatraz, I don't think he had birds there. But he did have fans there because of his research with birds. And he was uh, kind of uh, had a thing for child pornography. So when they read his we'll stick letters. Stick the bird thing. When they read, they read his letters. Yeah, they kind of had to throw a lot of those out because there were some suggestive things yeah, said. Yeah, unfortunately. Whew, creepy motherfucker. So those were some of the uh, accounts of, of spirits and ghosts and tales and stories and... Things and of whatnot. Yeah. I like the thing one. That's kind of wild. Yeah, I I couldn't find much else on it, though. For how... I don't want to say famous, but how well-known it is, yeah. I didn't find much. Mm-hmm. The creepiest thing is the thing. Okay, well, tell me more about it. Great. And for that information, you're going to have to experience it yourself. <laughs> right. Excuse let's go experience it. Yes, let's go. Someday in the future. I I want to. So the prison, it was built to break spirits and, and for even the most hardened criminals. So there's a lot of negative energy there. Could that mm-hmm. be why all these souls were trapped there? You know, you have all this negative energy and well, I think just made it hard to leave. Right. I think one of my opinions on what uh, ghosts actually are is like a stain on time and reality. It's kind of like... Mm-hmm. Well, I've kind of thought of it over the years. Something serious happens. That's maybe, in my opinion, one of the explanations. Like, I know that someone dies and say that they're still living out their life right. in that house. It's not a stain. But if there's, like, something super tragic or your psychic energy maybe just leaves a stain on time and reality. Right. Like residual. So, yes, residual. So say you get your spirit broken oh, in this prison or something, mm-hmm. and you devote all your mental energy to... Yeah. You lose yourself in that. You know, maybe they stick around. But Yeah, no. So you're saying when I die, if I come and visit you, I'm just a stain on your fucking existence? No. Jesus oh, Christ. God Thanks, asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not visiting you. Good. Uh, <laughs> I finally rid myself now. <laughs> I'll see my way out. No. So my question, is Alcatraz haunted? My answer? Uh, were you looking for a question, or was it rhetorical? I was talking to the voices again. Oh. No, what's up? Uh, is, is Alcatraz haunted? My answer is yeah, <clears throat> for the reasons I just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe so, too. Uh, I would like to experience it myself. As, I as sure fucking would. And uh, I would say if you have the opportunity to take a tour, do so and decide for yourself. Yeah, do it. Uh, if you have already taken a tour, though, please contact us with any of the encounters or, or things you've experienced or EVPs, any of that cool shit, photos. I don't care what it is. Yeah, comment it on our socials when we put exactly. up our posts about this episode. Absolutely. Or you can even email us at dtscast at gmail.com. Yeah. So, that's so yeah, that's, that's Thank you guys for sitting through the boring history stuff. If you thought it was interesting, then thank you for listening. Grazie. If you didn't find it interesting, thank you for listening nonetheless. Still grazie. Yep.
Ladies and gentlemen, squatches and degenerates today. Ship facts about ship facts. Ship facts about ship facts. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was reversed. Thank you all so much for listening to our episode. We really appreciate your support. You can join us in the discussion, as we said, by our socials. If you enjoy what we do here at Don't Touch My Sasquatch and you would like to support us further, join our Patreon to get bi-weekly bonus shows, maybe a history one in there. Discounts on merch and direct contact with us to keep our conversation going. You can hit the subscribe button for auto downloads to listen first thing every Monday morning and drop us a five-star rating. This helps us to grow so that we can bring you more content for you to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Join us next Monday for our next stellar episode. Write us, rate us, review us, and remember, stay curious, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. He has herpes. Peace. (laughs) See ya. Work always squatching, bitches. <laughs> Why are you yelling? Muting. No. Ah! <laughs> no, you weren't. So the first documents of the island came into... Came into... So did I. What you staring at me for? <laughs> <laughs> Their names were Barncho and Slowlick. Barncho and Slowlick. Grab dick and slap ass. <laughs> Mama's wrong. I was right. <laughs> she showed me her boobies. I like them too. <laughs> Under the new... Sorry. What? <laughs> Under the new cocaine? <laughs> Fuck. Allergies are kicking in. You should get allergy medicine. Yeah, I was working at an animal cremation place. An aerosolized animal fucked me up. I didn't say that. <laughs> <Hi friend>. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. We got fans all over the place. <laughs> but in 1939, I got a spam risk phone call happening right here. Let's take it on air. Ahoy hoy. This is this is Josh. You can answer. Hello. Hello? I have no clue she said. <laughs> and you said ahoy hoy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Josh. Are you going to answer? <laughs> she was like, Hi, Josh. I was just calling you from a moment. That was she, legit. She's, she's sitting in the corner rocking right now. I don't know what to do. What I do wrong? It said spam. Oh, oi, oi. <laughs> Usually when it says spam, it actually is spam. Oh, oi, this is Josh. Are you going to answer? I'm so sorry, wherever you are. That concludes Alcatraz. Peace. See you. Got it.